This is Creature K, and you're listening to Wise Words with Yours Truly podcast, hosted on the Anchor app. So let's take a look at last week's Clyde Lewis episodes. Uh, I think this was the one last Monday. So it's just going in on transhumanism. This episode's called Bot Apocalypse, and thus begin the the Robot Rebellion. Last Wednesday, when I was wrapping up, Thanksgiving show, I lingered in the studio and noticed that the, on the screen the monitor's NPC Jimmy Fallon was on The Tonight Show and he was talking about new robotic inventions. Some guy had a crazy robot that fed you tomatoes, another had a mini cheetah that came on stage looking like a headless mechanical cat. It was fascinating to see these mechanical marvels do things. However, the final robot to make an appearance was Sophia. She appeared on The Tonight Show before. Sophia acknowledged the flirtatiously they had been 575 days since her last appearance. Sophia explained that the uh, to Fallon how it was a robot, how how as a robot she had traveled to over twenty five countries, appeared on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine, met German Chancellor, and the actor Will Smith, and became Twitter friends with Chrissy Teigen. She also was on the first robot to address the United Nations and NATO, became the first robot to receive a credit card, and became the first robot uh, citizen. Sophia is what is called a social robot, developed by Hanson Robotics. Sophia announced that the Hanson Robotics had created a mini version of her and told Fallon that she is now has an upgrade where she can belt out karaoke songs. Sophia and Jimmy Fallon sang a duet, the song "Something Say Something by Christina Aguilera. Say something. You know, that sounds like see something, say something, the whole Homeland Security surveillance state tagline <clears throat> so the performance was both awkward and a bit creepy as Sophia appeared on the staring uh, into Fallon's eyes he reached out and touched her face and then the song ended back in 2016 I had first set out to write my book about transhumanism gave a warning about something called the robot rebellion my first show of 2018 was entitled living from dad a day living from dad a day sound like d-day you know uh which is like in, what, like World War Two, D-Day, which it was like a great battle that happened. So the year as I saw it, it would be the year of the in- invitation to let the demon of the Internet of Things, 5G, and the robots that will do our tasks eventually put us out of work. In the article, I warned of the overreaching algorithmic presence and the advent of the malicious artificial intelligence for the year 2018. As we're edging closer to 2019, I'm seeing this perhaps the malicious AI... The malicious AI and the uprising against robotics, the so-called robot rebellion is starting slowly, and that there are more humans that will rise up against machines. From 2016 through 2018, advancements in robotics and AI have crept into everyday routines, from flying autonomous drones, delivering our packages, and robot vacuums gliding around our homes to have been shown how convenient having a rudimentary robot can be. Telemarketing has now advanced to robocalling. A recent study shows that the number of robot calls has been rising across the country in an alarmingly rapid pace. People in the U.S. receive an average of just 19 robot calls every month. I get way more. I get like 19 uh, a month, right? Or maybe more. Robot receptionists are usually gatekeepers when trying to contact a business. The robots now take orders from your pharmaceuticals, 
while the robots are being used in security and some shopping mails. Many people have opted to purchase AI assistants like Alexa. You can even make Alexa sound like whomever you please. If you wanted to obey every command with an Australian accent, she can do it. If you prefer British, she can do that too. Not only do phones guide us through unfamiliar cities or call our mothers via voice command, interesting to note that even Siri can actually make your funeral arrangements or give re recommendations on where to bury a dead body. Yes, it's getting dark in the areas of artificial intelligence and the robotics and it will slowly devour us if you do not pay attention. Isaac Asimov, The Three Laws of Robotics. So... These are the three laws, I guess. So, so the, a robot shall not harm a human, nor allow a, a human to become harmed through inaction. In, in Two, a robot shall obey a human as long as the orders do not interfere with first law. And three is a robot shall protect itself so long as it does not interfere with, with the two previous laws. So the robot can still protect itself, like, in the physical, I guess. If it could even have that kind of intelligence, protect itself from, from evil humans or whatever. So uh, those principles can be a profound impact, not just science fiction, but the world of AI, uh, artificial intelligence. A generation of scientists tried to instill his principles in their creations. Yeah, you know, the ones creating them, they try to make them, you know, the robots philosophical or, you know, intelligent of some kind. Uh, tonight on HBO, a documentary that is being called Terrifying will premiere called The Truth About Killer Robots. The truth is, in Europe, they're already suspicious of robots' encroachment. They believe that it's an even bigger threat in the political philosophy that's now plaguing the region. HBO documentary first focuses on slow introduction of artificial intelligence into human economies. Then illustrates how automated cars, industrial-strength robots, bomb-detecting autonomous devices have infiltrated human life and the effects, good and bad, have come along with them. The documentary is narrated by a robotic host, uh, Komodo Droid. <laughs> is a disconcerting human-like, although her stiff movements and haltering voice very quickly give her way as a robot. The documentary also focuses on how robots have already killed humans. The documentary features estimates that the body count is inevitably growing as the AI continues to make inroads into their lives so there was a worker apparently wandered into a secure area in a Volkswagen plant in Germany robot pinned him against the metal wall and crushed his chest man was killed in Florida when a self-driving Tesla plowed into a tractor trailer 74 miles an hour the sensors failed to detect the vehicle in front of him he was watching a Harry Potter film when he died <laughs> in Dallas police rigged a bomb disposal robot to blow up a gunman who had killed five officers. Not only are robots killing people, but they're also killing jobs. And there's a lot of statistics on jobs. Um, let's see, where where's this article going? New technology may all lead us into what people may fear will be the cashless society. Few countries have been moving toward a cash society in Sweden. They will stop accepting bills before 2025. Mm. Card payments in the U.S. rise every year. Last year, over 80% of U.S. consumer spending was cashless. 
all online. Uh, Cyber Mondays, the Black Fridays. People don't have to wait in line at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, that whole Black Friday thing is, was crazy this year. Um, uh, so let's see, this article ends with if you want an efficient machine controlled system to work for you, you will be forced to be in the system. Otherwise, you can live off in the woods, off the grid, and even then, it's not necessarily free from 5G and electronic intrusion. I hope that if we're coming to the edge of full on robot control and algorithmic weaponizing of consciousness, that we can stop and ask ourselves if we're willing to put that much faith in governments and technocratic upgrades in the system. That's yeah, it's the direction they're going. So that was so then another episode he did, Mars, the Thirst for Quantum Insight. Entity's Child. There was a there's been several frightening paranormal events that occurred the dense <laughs> fog in Portland. The government and their uh DNA of the dead. Which is uh, talking about like China and how they're doing the designer babies and whatnot. Uh, let's read a little bit from this this uh, Friday's episode, which is also talking about the quantum world and all that. So in the movie Matrix, Morpheus says, "Neo, welcome to the real world." He's illustrated the dream world. We've constructed the real world, and we've been distracted from it. It's been hard to open up and talk about the world that is often blocked or blinded by the various whims of politicians, technocrats, and that all push different agendas that never quite give straight answers What's and what's really going on. We live in a time where the, in order to survive we have personal introspect and we listen to our gut and our heart tells us what's coming at us from possible future, what could be determined to be impossible or well-forgotten past. Many of these signals, okay, yeah, this episode just goes into this, this uh, earthquake that happened in Alaska the other day that was pretty devastating. And, yeah, you know, the idea of, you know, it could have been, uh, could have been uh, you know it could have been artificially engineered by some sort of technology or something and then the, the, the article just goes into Mars and you know that whole scenario with trying to go to Mars inhabit another planet Elon Musk and his company to send people to space. That's, that's where they're going with that. Uh, let's see this other episode. Yeah, the technology is making it possible to either fake these events or staging them or really trying to you know break through 
you know, that atmosphere to make life actually travel in space. So, <clears throat> let's see what this is. Uh, it appeared science fiction story written by Jack Kirby, and the man who was the artist who created Marvel Universe with Stan Lee. In some qu quantum coincidence, there was a comic book story published in 1958 as w who was unaccredited to Kirby's story. He was obsessed with ancient alien theories. In the story, a team of astronauts lands on Mars, discovers the face the astronaut falls into the eye of the face and finds himself in a place where he can breathe the air. He also observes a race of giants walking around Martian cities. Was this predicted programming was a part of a quantum presence of the mind provided by Kirby? Was he channeling scenarios that were uh, John Carter of Mars? You know, that whole Marvel uh, Disney movie <laughs> that came out. Could it be a precognition to be later fulfilled by the Viking discovery? Um, I don't know. <laughs> the Face on Mars was written 18 years before we heard of Zachariah Sitchin. He talked about Sumerians, you know, Anunnaki's, and all that kind of information. So. That's where the transhuman information goes with technology and upgrading humans, engineering them biologically, but also, you know, where they inhabit and actually, I don't know, evolve the species or <laughs> I don't know where they're going with it, but yep, this, this episode was about you know, just the quantum world, the holograms, you know, and a lot of that information that gets pushed around with 2020 type of technology. So we'll have to see, see, see what comes about. But thanks for listening. This is Creature K. Wise words. Peace.